welcome, heathens and heretics, to another episode of your favourite metal podcast, hosted by three old farts, uh, myself, Dragenza, with the voice of reason, and as ever, the preacher of all things pre-1994, down in deepest, darkest Italy, Padre. Um, how's it going? Great. It's cold. It's wet. fucking freezing. I, I, I had a first today. First time this has ever happened. Earthquake here today. Four what? Two on the Richter scale. Yeah, we had an earthquake. Four point two on the Richter scale. Um, didn't really feel it, you know. Um, so I'm. I went. I was. A, I, I was on my way to school to teach entitled kids, you know, about stuff. <laughs> and um, I get there, and it's just they like, oh, there's been an earthquake. We've got to evacuate the school. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, absolute pandemonium. I've never seen, I haven't seen such scenes since the, uh, the sack of Constantinople. You know, <laughs> just, just absolute, you know, like, oh. you know, when you do, you know, how, when many, you have a how many weeks have you been trying to get Constantinople into this podcast? Oh, no, no. It's, right. it's right. Istanbul, yeah, but, but no, not Constantinople. Don't no, no, start. Don't, don't start. <laughs> don't, don't, please. We'll be on, we'll be on it all night. Fourth Crusade. Go and read the Chronicles of the Fourth Crusade by George Villadouan. Okay, shut the fuck up. Don't try and correct me on history. Um, so um, it was the uh, get there and then I call, we've got to evacuate the school. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so it's just, then it's just pandemonium. They're just like literally running out screaming. I said, it's a 4.2 fucking earthquake. Just calm the fuck down. And then they literally, the, the, you know, you know like when you do a fire drill in the UK, it, you go to the playground, everyone stands nicely in lines, the teacher takes the register, blah, blah, blah. This is just fucking swathes of students standing in the fucking road. The road outside the school. Cars trying to get through. And I'm 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 the only one that's got my students that lined up against the head count. I've got the register with me. And um, like the, the Italian teachers are like, oh, how, how did you get them to stand up? I said, Well, you just fucking tell them to. Like, what I don't know why this is so fucking difficult for you. And then and then then, then it's basically the school's cancelled. They all go home. So I didn't have to teach. Nice. Because of a 4.2 earthquake. And it's just like, and the students yep. just literally they stampede to the nearest cafe. And I'm just like, well, I'm going for a fucking, uh, go get some lunch or something. Um, yeah, so that, that was quite funny. Uh, just, yeah, I mean, you know, I was playing them like music on my phone while they were waiting, like, you know, Fault Line by Deep Purple. But they just, <laughs> they didn't get the joke. Um, you know, Eruption by Van Halen, because obviously the, the earthquake is caused by Etna. She's been a bit cranky this week. There's 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 the smoke the smoke coming out of the uh, the, the the north crater. So uh, obviously it's, she's a, she's a bit testy at the minute. Well, at least you get um, a bit of excitement. We get three hours of snow and then it gets washed away by rain. So yeah, that was ridiculous. Literally, it's completely blanketed in the south, wasn't it? Overnight, and it was just like slushy and horrible, and just going to walk walk was horrible. But- I, mean, by, I, was, I was trying oh, to God. find. Hold on. I was trying to find songs by bands that, by metal bands about earthquakes, and there's not that many. There's not that many, you know. Unfortunately, Deep Purple is the best I could come up. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I think that's 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 a little bit of a tenuous link, to be honest. But um, anyway, look what are we uh, what are we doing this week. We're um, we're we're doing fantasy festivals. Padre's suggestion. Um, some rules, a few sort of minor parameters. Um, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I, I, none of us know what any of us are, are, are bringing to the party. So 
fuck knows what will happen. But a festival, lineup of bands, no real rules, some additional entertainment, food, and and whatever else, whatever other nonsense Padre comes up with, basically. So uh, who wants to go first? In fact, you know what, Padre, you can go first. This was your idea. Okay, so what's it called? Festival, and where name, it festival name's called Hellforge. And it, 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 the only place you can be is Donington. And um, I th- I'm thinking it's it's a three day festival, but I've I've come up with a what I think is 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 a, is a novel idea. So the first day is like the gods of metal day, right? So it's basically I'm thinking it's made in headline because it's Donington. Now I know I know you're thinking, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to put Sabbath on. No. They've got Ozfest, and the only way you're going to get Sabbath because we did decide that you know it could be dead or alive, yeah, yeah. But okay. then Dio would also do his own set as Dio, followed by Motorhead, Judas Priest, UFO, um, Saxon. It's like it's a set, it's a new wave, new wave of British heavy metal on on the main stage, but it, it's a backing system system. You don't get the second stage going at the same time. It's it alternates. I think right. I think we've probably all gone with that format, haven't we? Now you've got you've got to keep the masses entertained. No one wants to be standing around waiting for bands. You know, you just need a few minutes to go to the bar. You piss where you stand anyway, so that doesn't make any difference. So yeah, it's definitely the, the, the first day is the gods of metal day, and it's 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 a seventies vibe, new wave of British heavy metal. Not 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 jam packed with bands. So I think and because it's like you give those bands at least two hours each. There's no there's no like the headliners don't get more time. It's just like take you two hours, six or seven bands, six bands or whatever. Come and and, and because there's no curfew. Are you are you are you offering Saxon two hours? Yeah, I mean if and if they can't fill it, that's their fucking ball. <laughs> well, they'll fill it. They, they can fill it. Do we want yeah, them to fill it? fill it? That might be the problem. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Okay, well, we'll, give, we'll, give, we'll, give, we'll give Saxon 45 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, Biff. Where, where, where are you going to go from that? Because you've almost like blown your full load on the first day there. No, no, because then the second day we go more 80s, early 90s. Right? So the second day is, it's obviously, it, it's the big four. It's Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthems. Okay? Followed by Pantera. Phil Anselmo is not allowed to drink. <laughs> yeah, not, he's, not, he's, not, nothing, nothing at all, like completely cold. No, 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 he's got to do it sober. He's got to do it sober, right? Right. That's 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 your lot there, right? Okay. And again, they just fucking get as long. They, they get as long as they want. Okay. Metallica, what's the second? Take three hours. Fuck it, because you know, Ready ninety seven. They play for like two, three hours, and then you've got the third day, or alternating on that second day. We're gonna have Alice and Shane Soundgarden in Nirvana. Okay, so I get I get where you're going with this then. Yeah, um, and then and then the third day, and this this is the genius. All the bands that appear on that on that on that headline on that set list, so on that lineup, all of them, even this first day, on the third day, they are contractually obligated to to come back on the third day and either and they they decide amongst themselves. Or we have a fan voting system on the first and the second day where they have to play with each other 
and they have they can't play their own music. Oh, so, <laughs> right. So basically, in order to kind of recreate those like little golden moments where Dave Lombardo plays with Metallica, you, you, you're, you're giving the fans a takeaway where, for example, Mustaine and Hetfield and Ulrich have to fucking play together with Newstead, right? And they have to play other bands' hits, right? Or they can like they can play um, each other's music, right? Um, and then like Maiden and and Dio and fucking Motorhead and they all play each other. And they, so that you can get the scenario where you could have, um, I don't know, fucking um, Hetfield playing with fucking Motorhead, Lemmy and some other drummer and like David Lombardi from Slayer and Tom O'Reilly on bass or whatever it is, or Steve Harris on bass. And they, they, they can play like any songs they want. And that, that is basically the third day. That, that's it. How, how would you, would you have a headliner on the third day though? Cause surely. No, no, they, 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 you just, what you do is you vote on the, on the system on, on the app. Yeah. Which you it's would charge app. a pound for every vote. No, 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 you don't charge for it. No, 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 this is the thing. This, this is such a, a, um, a festival of such cultural magnitude that it's, it's got um, government subsidies. We don't want no um, fucking government subsidies. No, it's, it's from the it's, it's from the national lottery. They've they've thrown in a, like a couple of mil. Um, and if there's any problems, I have to speak to the bands. And like, look, listen, Jeff, this money just us. You know, um, <laughs> I can't believe. You know, what? I, I genuinely can't believe that we have got <laughs> we have got to nearly. So we're three weeks short of a year on this podcast, by the way, and it's taken you this long to get that phrase. This is why you did it. This, this is why you. No, but, but, I think you might have to provide context for that one. I'll let you do it. No, you, you, fucking, you fucking, you crap. No, up. no, 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 because it, it, it's better in the third person. To be perfectly honest with you, I can't even remember where it started. <laughs> no, we... <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting. We were at. We were at. We were at. We were at download two thousand and four. Yeah, that's it. We were waiting to see Slayer. We were sat outside the tent, and like Slayer were late. And I, I pretended to get my phone out and go, Jeff, it's Padre, where are you? And I was like, listen, Jeff, if it's money, just ask. You know? We've been, um, we've been dragging that phrase around for the last... Oh, Jesus. ...nearly 20 years. Fucking hell. I it's, it's that one, hard one of those ones you had to be there, I think. Oh, Christ. But, but then, you know, after the bands go off on the various days, we've obviously got the comedy stage. Oh, hello. The comedy that's stage. a curveball. The comedy stage is headlined by our good friend Steve Hughes, and that's we're going to give we're going to give Slaughter Lord a, 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 an opening slot on the on the on the second day. You know, because I think he's deserved it. Um, and then followed by Steve Hughes headlining, followed by Bill Hicks, followed by Eddie Izzard. Fucking hell, that's right? an eclectic mix. Yeah, it's eclectic. Yeah, um, but I think Eddie can put it off. Um, and then uh, there's basically uh, the attractions are there is a um, an open mic tent with you know full sacks up and anyone can just go up and just jam. And again, contractually, bands that appear on the have to go into the open mic tent at some point and play with the fans. So like you know, Hatfield has to do a thirty minute stint, you know, etc. 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 And then. 
the food is capped. The prices of the food are capped. So is the fucking merch, right? There'd be, there'd be none of this like 10 quid for a bowl of shitty fried chicken. Um, and there is like, you know, the, the major food supplier will be the, the, the holy tri- trinity of Hampson's, Philps <laughs> and Rose. <laughs> Pasties. For anyone, who, for anyone who's not Cornish, that's pasty bakeries. <laughs> the holy trinity. And if anyone anyone asks for ginsters, they get chucked out. Yeah, that's that's to be fair. That's got to be a rule. <laughs> yeah, that's and there's a there's, there's a strict policy on you're only allowed to hold your phone up for ten seconds. I'm all for that rule. Um, and these, these these musicians are going to be very busy over this weekend. You know, how much are you paying them for all of this? Because Government subsidy mates, national lottery. They 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 get a mil each, and if they want more, if they just ask. (laughs) And finally, twenty miles down the road, there's a separate stage, just for Machine Head, but no one's going to fucking turn up. So they play to he play yeah he has to play to an empty empty uh, field. So are are you making him contractually obliged to play even though there's no one? Yeah, even if no one turns up, yes, like he has to do it. I don't know. I think, I think let's, let's let's critique this. Let's critique this a little bit. I think because I mean the Saxon two hours thing that that was a bit far. I don't I don't think we can quite manage that. Forty five minutes is probably fair. But I, I where, where there's there's no Guns and Roses in this. Why was there no Guns and Roses? I'm surprised at that. Axel Axel's not going to mix with the fans. I don't know. Axel Rose is a different man these days. He's a consummate professional. Don't you think you'd want to get involved in something like this? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, Axel's one of those people that, it, you know, you could say, look, Axel, if you, if you need more money, come and see me. But he's he's not, he's, he's, he's got enough. He's not going to do it. You know? Um, Where, where's Def Leppard? Where's Queen? Where the fuck is Gary Sharon? No, they're, <laughs> they're not there. They don't need to be. That, that lineup, you would pay good money to see that. And if you knew... Um, if you knew the third day was going to be that, you would fucking go. Yeah. I, I, I think yeah. for me, I think one of the, well, I know it's a fantasy, fantasy festival, but I think one of the joys of the festival is that build-up to the big the big ones. I mean, you can have a bunch of big ones near the end, but I don't know, it feels like you want something a bit smaller just to lead up. Yeah, on that final right. day, couldn't you like just build up to something like, you know, the, 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 they all they all kind of do it at the top. Like everybody's involved in that all at once. So you've got fucking no, 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 no. Because that, that it, it's a case of too many cooks spoiling the broth. Okay, I, yeah, I, but I, these, I don't... Are some, these are some of the finest cooks known to man. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't want it. No, 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 no. Exactly. But if you put, if you had a kitchen full of Gordon Ramsays, nothing would ever get done. They'd all be just cussing each other out. <laughs> right? You don't want that. Yeah, but imagine the, it's, it's it's almost like picking teams, right? You know, you, you go down the park, you pick your team to play football with your mates. You're picking teams, so you go right. I want we're going to vote for these four guys. And like, what we'll do is it's like a, it's like a World Cup draw. It'd be group A, they're seeded, right? <laughs> so you can't have like you can't have the scenario where you've got basically Iron Maiden but without Bruce, and it's someone else, right? They're all seeded, right? So bass players. Guitar players, singers, drummers—you know that kind of stuff. This sounds complicated. 
it won't be some 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 app developer will come up with a solution and again we'll, we'll pay them you know um it will work and it will be and, and it will never happen again this is a one-shot deal right but whoever goes is going to come away and go right do you remember that festival we went to where we saw slayer or at least half of slayer or or Araya with hetfield with mustaine with fucking Nick and McBain on drums. You know, it's like, that is special. Well, I mean, when when the Big Four did the Big Four thing, didn't they do a few... I'm sure they... I'm sure, like, load of them covered Am I Evil together, didn't they? Like, Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, but it's, it's all one of that song. Yeah. It's one song. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah get, no, I get that, I get that. But no, I, no I'm, what I'm saying is I know exactly what you mean. To see that kind of thing... Like you say, like when Lombardo was drumming with Metallica, to a lot of people, I would, that would fucking, just be like, I, I, I would, I, I would love to see, because what it does is it answers a lot of counterfactuals. I would love to see fucking Metallica play one of the most challenging Megadeth songs. Yeah. Or I'd love to see Mustaine fucking play Massive Puppets. You know, or that you know that kind of thing. It's just you know, Maiden, Maiden go home, they play Sabbath, or they play a Priest song. Priest goes away, they play, they, you know. And, and also think about this for the bands themselves. So if you're, if you're, again, you're, you're like Hetfield and Uric, who, who absolutely have got a lot of time for Lemmy. Lemmy goes away and plays a fucking Metallica. How, you know, if you, everyone's a mark for something else. Yeah. So we're, we're a mark for these bands. Well, Metallica are, are marks for Motorhead. Everyone's got their thing that they're into. Other than themselves, so we're, how we're cool all, would we're it all be? metal fans at the end yeah, of the day? Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. How cool would it be to, to watch a music song you wrote that everyone fucking loves performed by someone that you really admire? It's almost like you've put some genuine thought into this. Interspersed with fucking marking GCSE marketing. <laughs> um, I, there was a brilliant one earlier. Brilliant one earlier. Apparently, I never knew this. This is this is my whole worldview was shaken because of this. Um, Hitler sent Jewish people to concentration camps to be stimulated. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I'm like, I give up. I retire. I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I blame. I blame the teaching. Um, I'm, trying <coughs> to, I, I'm trying to think what I what I would want to see the most out of all of this this sort of <laughs> madness that's going on. What kind of combination I'd want I'd want to see, and and you know. I, but we'd have I like think, a massive, we'd have a massive, we could have a massive wheel on the stage or like a computerized wheel. Spin the wheel, make the deal. <laughs> <laughs> and it just goes around. And... I don't know. I, I, I see what you mean because it is, it is all about moments in it. And, and you'd be creating those moments. But do you think it would, it would be a bit forced because the festival's all about those moments? So it takes away that sort of natural. The natural joy. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to piss on your parade, but no, no. I know. I know what you mean. And there's the, there's the, there's those those nuggets that you never get again. Right. You need the, you but need the surprise is... element, don't you? Well, then we 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 could have three or four bands who are not announced who are going to be there. Yeah. Thrown that's, into the mix. That's that's where Axel and the boys turn up. So they just they just walks out with Elton <laughs> John. Maybe I'm, you know I'm 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 rapidly turning or, this into or, or a even better, concert, but even better, Guns and Roses with Freddie Mercury. 
Yeah, there you go. See, see, now now things are getting interesting. Yeah. Can you imagine? That would work. And I, I think as well, like at some point, there'd, there'd also be like, you know, at the side of the stage, it would be like three crosses and certain people would be crucified to the delight of the fans. Who gets crucified? I don't know. This is it the thing we It can't be Rob Flynn because he's elsewhere. This is true. He's busy. He's busy playing yeah, to no yeah. one. And uh, he's playing on the naughty step stage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who's going on these crucifixes, though, because that's... Is, is, is that a public vote as well? Yeah, yeah. How much a ticket's going to be? It's subsidised. 50 quid a piece. Oh, so it's like Wayne's... Oh, a bit like Wayne's stock. Like Wayne's stock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you as well. Del Preston is running the front stage area. <laughs> well, of course. And there will be belt-fed M16 Brownings either side of the stage. And But please, only, only fire them in short bursts because these babies tend to overheat and in the event of capture I will distribute these cyanide capsules to be placed under the tongue like this roll off from the fucking Wayne's World Coast Look, I'll go fuck it I'll go even, even though it's, it's in the north of England and that's a long way I'll go I'll, I'll pay 50 quid for that you know is it is it camping or are you going to provide some kind of luxury accommodation camping ah you scumbag <laughs> Are you going to go to this 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 well, to, be, to be fair, fifty quid a ticket? You're, you're not going to say no, are you? If, if it's happening, something like that. So, well, yeah, I suppose um, fifty quid a it's, ticket. It's a bit diff- it's a bit different, but you know, I suppose even like fifty quid back oh, in. I know, like, no, I know who's going to be on the um, on on the uh, on the crosses, or at least two of them anyway. Daphne and Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> They've been talking a lot lately about that performance at Reading. Yeah, Fashion. I, I don't know. Interview. I mean. We were we were part of that ruckus, and I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. not one of my better moments. No, but, no. But we were fair, young fair and stupid. Huh? Yeah, fair play to them. For, for, I mean, you know, they were dragged off stage because it was so dangerous, but they were willing to keep playing. Yeah, they had balls of know? balls of steel. To be fair to them, but yeah. um, but yeah, I, yeah, like I mean, Christ, what year was it? 2001, 2002? Two thousand. Yeah, Fuck me, I, was, I was nineteen. I've got an excuse. I can throw whatever I want. <laughs> It was the same year Rage played. Yeah. Okay. Because yes. Eminem was supposed to play and he pulled out. So uh, that's that's right. Yeah. 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 Fuck me. That's 23 oh. years ago. On the crosses as well. Godsmack. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say, but um, I don't know. I, I know they're still reeling from like South America. Well, the, the fact that nobody wanted to go and see them. Yeah. And they also they've also said I think the last couple of days that they don't make any money in Europe. That's because you're shit. Right. All right, let's 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 move on from that fucking nonsense. Fucking, I don't even know what to say. Um, go on, you, you, what's come on then? I, I'd imagine yours is going to be somewhat more um, eclectic. Maybe. I, I, Maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I I was struggling because I thought I don't want to appreciate. I don't want to do it like my fantasy festival because that's just easy. Let's be a little bit creative, but you know, let's treat it like a festival let's you know a little bit conservative but have a little bit of fun at the same time and I thought if I'm going to curate a festival let's yeah let's have a bit of fun so what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm just going to go straight into the bands but I'm treating it like sort of Ozfest it's a day festival you got two stages you know yeah you got eight eight main stage bands and seven on the second stage alternating so that you can always see someone yeah always okay. works. so yeah 
it does it does it does work well yeah so we're going to start you know let's just talk about the bands first we're going to start with a main stage um and then the second stage band we're going to start with a couple of new bands and i'm going to start off with gospelheim on the main stage um yeah so weird blacky goth metal type thing you know coming up um, they shouldn't be playing on the main stage, but you always get a band like that playing on the main stage. And that's true, you do. everyone. Yeah. Um, but I'll give it a go, and you know, I think, I think, you know, that's it's an interesting start. It's always an interesting start with these kind of things. So yeah, they play to them. So gospel, I'm open up, and then we move to the second stage, and things ratchet up a level with a bit hardcore. So we're going to whack on Jesus piece. Nice. Yeah. That's 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 one extreme to the other. Yeah, exactly. But it, you know, it's it will shock you. But um, yeah, that, way, that, that, that wakes people up a little bit, doesn't it? You know, absolutely. Midday, yeah, I mean, bit. you know, it's midday, so it's fucking hot, and you know, you've just watched some goth, goth black on on the main stage. It's just uh, no. There you go, hardcore. So Jesus, peace, do their thing. So then, next you've got a couple of bands. You've always got a couple of bands who have been around for years, but were never huge. Or they never really made it, you know, maybe made a, a, you know, developed a cult following or kept that. They've maybe just reformed um, or they've, you know, they're, they're just sort of sauntering along. So back to the main stage, we're going to have Holy Moses. Nice touch. Holy Moses. Yeah. Bit of German trash. Still knocking about. Fair play to them. And then following that on the second stage, Metal Church. <laughs> I saw Metal Church at Rack, and I think they were really good. Yeah, we did. They, yeah. yeah, you forget yeah. how forget how many cracking songs they had. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. So you some old school stuff there just to keep people going. Yeah. Yeah, you've you've, you've gone, yeah, nice, nicely obscure there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we go back to the first stage, main stage rather, and just slow things down a bit with candle mass. Okay. It's gonna, you know, it's it's you know, it's, yeah. it's heat at this time. You know, it's probably about two o'clock, something like that. So it's hot, it's hot, and it's a bit sweaty, and oh, you know, you want to sit down. Maybe it's you know, you want to conserve your energy for a bit later still. So bit of candle, bit of epicus metallicus dumus, or whatever it's called. Epicus metallicus dumicus. Yeah. Yeah. Following candle mass, we're going to go back to. We're going to have some fresh. We're going to have some, we're going to have some fresh because fuck it, we we don't want to let people sit around for too long. And we're going to just go to a second stage and have Creator. Of course. Bash it out. And they're going to, they're going to be followed on the main stage by Exodus. Nice. Oh, that's a fucking, that's a one-two, that is. And you, can, you, can, you can swap them around, to be fair. It doesn't matter what, you know, which of those play on each stage. But, yeah, there you go. There, there's no, your a, a, th- a thrash one-two works. Back at Bloodstock in the summer, they had Exodus, then Testament straight after. And that, that that's, that's like fucking, that's as yeah. good as it gets. Yeah. No, we, we, I was thinking, thinking about Testament, but um, you know, I thought, you know, it's, you know, yeah, Exodus is the connoisseur's choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again, we're gonna we're gonna just slow things down a bit. You got to have a waves and undulation in, in what you do. Just, and we're gonna we're gonna bring on sleep. God fucking hell! What are they just gonna play? Dope smoker. They they're gonna play Jerusalem in full. Excellent. But, Come in, one song. Fuck off. Yeah, that's it. One very long song. <laughs> But then we want to raise it a bit. We, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep with the doom, but we'll, we want to raise it a bit, a bit more metal. We're going to whack on Cathedral on the main stage. Yeah, I've got Cathedral as well. Okay, that's fine. It's Cathedral. They're Cathedral, you know. They don't get the love. I mean, I'm sorry. I never, 
I was never a big fan, but Hopkins, Witchfinder General, is one of the best metal songs ever. It's an absolute it fucking is. band. It is a belter. So, last last six bands. I'm not, I'm not keeping it strictly metal all the way. You've got to diversify it a little bit just to keep things interesting because there's always a couple of bands who are quite metal, but I'm not going like Ben Harper or anything like that. So, oh, yeah, yeah. steady on. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're back to the second stage and uh, we're going we're gonna to have ministry. Because oh, there's, there's always going to be people. Actually, no, we're going to go to the bar for this because that's not. And then there'll be the hardcore down the front, and it'll be weird and horrible and loud and but cathartic. And then we're going to stop that and we're going to play the Almighty on the main stage. Yes. And then because we're all tired with the Almighty because they just like rocks us hard. Again, a little bit more, a little bit more um, sideways on the second stage. Sisters of Mercy. So at this point, though, it's still daylight, yes? It is. So how are you going to construct the Sisters of Mercy disappearing into fucking clouds of dry you just, ice? And... You just use a lot more dry ice. <laughs> you just turn it up. You just turn that dry ice to 11. Simple as that. Nice touch. But following Sisters of Mercy, because to be able, they could probably borrow some of that dry ice. On the main stage, Ghost. Yeah, that, that works. Ghost. And then we've got the two stage headliners. Second stage, you've got to wake people up after that because as, as, as epic as Ghost are, you've got to really rock people at this time. Headline of the second stage, Lamb of God. Okay, you've gone that way. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And the headliners of the whole thing, Judas Priest. So why, why Priest over, you know, Maiden? and? So I'm going I'm to go through those bands again. Gospelheim, Jesus Peace, Holy Moses, Metal Church, oh, fucking hell. Candlemass, <laughs> Creator, <laughs> Exodus, or Testament, you know, maybe. Sleep playing Jerusalem, <laughs> Cathedral, Ministry, The Almighty, Sisters of Mercy, <laughs> Ghost, yeah. Lamb of God, Judas Priest. Yeah, I can't, thanks, I, can't, I can't find the theme, sorry. With thanks to uh, Anthrax, we're going to call this Worship Metal. <laughs> and we're going to have it one day somewhere in the middle of Tennessee. Oh, nice. Smack bang in the, belt, in the middle of a Bible belt. In the middle of the fucking Bible belt. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I want people to enjoy the music. I don't want festivals or weird, weird stuff and stuff going around in, in the back, you know, road shows and parks and swings and roundabouts and all that kind of stuff there's a bar there's only going to be one one thing that people can do as an alternative and that's go and seek penance from padre <laughs> so that's it and and it's not it's not a satanic festival at all i mean you know with those names it's there's nothing hellish there's nothing this, this evil. Is true. but this it's, this could be a problem though because those, those not in the knowledge especially in that part of the world they may look at that and go a christian festival mm. I know. I know. And we keep, I mean, we will keep their money when they decide, no, not my thing at all. How much are you charging for tickets? Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to be fair. You know, I want people to come. So, I mean, what, what is, what's, I mean, it's America, isn't it? So it's all these days, probably about like 70 or $80. Yeah. The Lord will approve of that. Yeah. Oh, no, no, there you go. $66 66, and 66 66 cents. <laughs> No, no, $77.70. Oh. 
All right, one step up. There you go. I, I said that. Now, I thought, I thought I'd just be a little bit creative, just a bit, you know. How, how would you handle, um, you know, religious infiltrators, though? Because they might not just leave. They might want to protest. They might want to, you know. Crucify them. <laughs> oh, the irony. It. Yeah. Drag them into the pit. Okay, so, so you've got, so you, you're going to have crucifixes on stage as well, then? No, 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 no. We're going to have space for so, that. So I forgot to mention there's one band that I left off my list. And they just turn up whenever they fucking want. And it's 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 Four Lannis doing his seminal double album, The Tears of Paul Garth and The Ruin of Paul Zeth. Very much an in-joke for those who are listening and don't understand that. <laughs> I, I don't even get that. <laughs> no. It's, just, it's, it's, it's a, a long-running Cornish based black metal band joke. So if you are Cornish, you might get it. Um, yeah. The wheels of Agar, I do believe, are still turning. So, the, when once the wheels of Agar turn, there's no knowing what's going to happen. Like this is this this goes far beyond anything H.P. Lovecraft ever ever thought of. Like this this surpasses Cthulhu. Okay, when those wheels turn, when the beacon of Cambrai is lit, you don't know what's going to happen. Standing into the nonsense, but you know what? Even though, even though your uh, your festival is distinctly religious, I'm more than happy to travel to Tennessee and attend. I, I, I just look. Come on, you, you don't have metal without religion, without Christianity, you know anyway. That's, that's a sad truth. You really no, don't. No, no, no. Sorry, no, <laughs> no. Just no, no, no. Come on, then. Why not? Go back to the 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 one we did on you know the the, the kind of roots of metal, deindustrialization, reification. Yes, religion plays a part. But it's this 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 entire uh, concept of why 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 do why do metal bands, especially from the nineteen seventies, because in the in, in the eighties and the nineties they're obviously drawing influence from something. But those original bands, why do they talk about demons and and, and use religious iconography and stuff like that? It's because that's how they're interpreting the world. Okay. And if you didn't have religion, you'd have something else. It'd be some kind of other kind of ethereal influence that they would draw from. So I don't say, I, I don't think, you know, what, what you're talking about is that they kind of almost like the, the, uh, the, there's some kind of like mystical element or kind of some intangible. So if it wasn't religion, it would be something else. It would be nature. It would be um, sun worship. It would be, um, monotheist, uh, polytheism, it would be, be something else. I mean, I don't say, yeah, don't while, while, while that's while that's true, that's also hypothetical because at the end of the day, it, it was it was religion. I mean, it's, it's like it's, it's just like saying, it's like saying, oh, without 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 religion, you wouldn't have had you know the Renaissance. Well, basically, who was the, who who were the people that were paying the, the patrons of, of of Michelangelo and Raphael? It was the church. Okay, so obviously they're going to go away and, and, and paint religious, you know, paintings. Um, if it was, if it was, if it was like someone else, and they were like, "I don't want you to paint the Sistine Chapel, Michelangelo. I want you to paint the divin the divinity of the the night sky." Okay, you wouldn't have Adam touching God's finger. You'd have something else. So it's, it's all to do with patronage. Is that this week's history lesson over? Maybe. No, I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm still with the voice of reason on that one. Well, it's, it's just it's just as we know it, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, the primal scream, but it, but but 
you know, under pins metal would, would have happened eventually. So, yeah, yeah, Padre's not wrong in that regard. It's just just how it's turned out, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. same as horror. You know, it's all it's all interlinked. Yeah, I mean, what would horror look like without religion? This is true. But, this yeah, is that's true. A, that's that's a big conversation. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's for another episode. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like, you know, I I. I I'll go. To, I'd go to both of these festivals so far. You know, as long as they're not on the same weekend, especially not the same weekend as mine, because you've got two bands that are also on my bill. So, uh. you know, um, shall I? Uh, I? I've I've gone a little bit sort of. I've tried to be a little bit, uh, almost a little bit too professional. You know, I I have a spreadsheet in front of me with. with <laughs> You know, this, this 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 is this is my. It's almost like my work life is starting to overtake. So. So my festival is called Trigenza Palooza, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 we will hold this this seminal event in Restormal Castle in Cornwall. This is a thirteenth-century circular keep. It, it doesn't get much more fucking metal than this, you know. It's it's, it's ruins, but the the circular walls are still there. It's up a big, long fucking hill. It looks out over the hills and the rivers and that, and it and it's 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 truly fucking metal. So we have a main stage. Which we will name Carnbray, and again, if you're Cornish, you'll understand there is there is a theme to this. And my second stage is called the Gwennet Pit of Devastation. I <laughs> 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 uh, made him cough. That's a good sign. So my 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 sort of um, my sort of general setup is this, it, it's the same as Anthony. So it's it's a it's a main stage and a second stage. And the way I've done this is I've I've, I've looked at my second stage as, as bands that I've sort of recently discovered in the past sort of 12 to 18 months, apart from the headliner, that I've never seen live. Um, and, you know, they're just like the perfect plant for this festival. And then my main stage is, is very much for me, not any other cunt, just for me. So if I'm the only motherfucker there, that's fine by me. But I reckon, I reckon enough people would turn up to this festival. So that we'll start off, you know, everything opens up on the, on the Gwennet Pit of Devastation. You know, and at sunrise, why the fuck not? Because let's, let's stretch this out. So Raptore opened the whole festival. You know, we, we need some attractive men. We need some stunning facial hair. Get things going. I think it will get people up and in the mood. You know, a bit sort of upbeat. It's, yeah, it's the right way to go, kind of thing. But from there, we'll go straight over to over to the Cambrai stage. Things a little bit more aggressive, and we're going to go for integrity. Dirty, nasty, hardcore. Early in the day, wakes people up, gets people a bit pissed off. It's a theme, isn't it? Hardcore, early. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You throw it out there, and and yeah, it gets people in the mood. God knows how many festivals have been to over the years where there's been something like that on early on a main stage, yeah. like you said, you know, it, it sort of gets people up and, and moving. And, you know, in the same way that you did it, and the same kind of thing to sort of bring things down a little bit. And, and this, I've, so I've slotted Gosperheim in there as well. You know, um, in the last sort of 12 months, that's one of the, you know, one of the bands that sort of really stood out British metal-wise. And, yeah, I think, you know, in, in the sort of afternoon sun a little bit after the, the initial you know, the initial sort of sort of more pantomime stuff, I think it will be, uh, you know, a nice way to bring things down. But from there, we go back over to the main stage and a bit more hardcore, but a bit more progressive this time. 
So this is a, you know, a band that I, I adore and they've just reformed, funnily enough. Um, and this is Burst. So anybody right, who's yeah. not familiar with Burst, you know, mm. they, they kind of mix, fucking, I don't know, they, they mix hardcore with Opeth almost. It's, it's, there, it's, there's, yeah. I, very hard band to nail down. It, it is hardcore, but the fact is hardcore was always more vibrant. I mean, you look at bands like Snapcase and yeah. whatnot, and it's, it's just, yeah. We're keeping that sort of hardcore vibe going, but there's 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 a bit they're a bit more eclectic bursts. There's a little bit more to offer. There's a bit of a progressive element to them, and you know, like "Prey on Life," an album I stumbled across whenever that came out. I can't even remember two thousand and I don't know two thousand one, two thousand two, something like that. I can't remember. A bit, late, bit later than that, maybe a bit later than that. Yeah, but but, yeah. Um, but an incredible album. And they'll always they'll always be special. And the fact they just reunited, I'm hoping for a UK show. But yeah, they'll slot into that main stage. You know, short, sharp, 45 minutes, come on, do their thing and disappear. Great band. Going back over to the Gwinnett Pit of Devastation. Um, so one of the, the the best discoveries of last year. Um, I don't actually know if, the, if this band actually play live or have yet, or, or they're going to, whatever it may be. But Dava. You know, oh, uh, they, they have to play live because that's the rules on, on this thing. It, it, but it's not the rules of black metal. Yeah. You know, so uh, and I, I'd like them to take the, the visuals that are on the, the album artwork. I'd like them to sort of take that into a live show somehow. You know, some kind of animated version of that sort of artwork going on somewhere. I, I don't Pe- know what, but people just need to drink the cider and they'll see that anyway. Well, we'll come back to the uh, to the food and the drink in a little bit. Um yeah, fuck it, we'll throw in some cider. And that will get people, you know, by that point, you know, that's mostly really intense music. So it's it's fucking, you know, you've had your you've had your sort of afternoon sun black metal and you can drink some blood and whatnot. But you know, then let's 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 go back to the cathedral reunion then, back over on the main stage. But this is where things start to get very specific to my needs. So yeah, the cathedral reunion, but they will end with an extended version of Cosmic Funeral. Oof. Really long. Let's fuck it. Let's make it 20 minutes. We'll do Witchfinder General just before it, obviously, but we'll close with Cosmic Funeral. That song is just a fucking absolute monster. So they can drag that out as long as they fucking want to. <laughs> and you know what? Going from that straight back over to the Gwinnett Pit, a band that we've only discovered in the last sort of two or three weeks, but they're going straight in this festival because I think they'll complement Cathedral well, and that's Hail the Void. Yeah. This album, Memento Mori, at the minute, it's gone to the top of my list now. Blimey, okay. This year. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just a stunning piece of work. So having them on this festival, playing within the walls of a circular keep in a castle, <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it could get any, you know, any sort of better than that. So again, we go back over to the main stage and, you know, again, me and my, my fanboy ways, Crozigan for me, just playing blind. I I, I, I almost put them on my, li- on my list. I think, you know, they, they've got to be on here somewhere. They've got to be. You know, I, I have the COC skull tattooed on my back. They'll always, always be that band. And Blind is that album. And, and just, you know, that riff to vote with a bullet. When I first heard that all those years ago, uh, this band is so important. So they've, they've got to be in there. Got to be in there. Um, and after that, we're getting into the sort of almost into the headliner territory of the uh, of the Gwinnett Pit then. So next after that is Lowest Creature. You know, they, they've got to be on here because, 
we can't have power trip unfortunately because I've, i haven't gone for any bands with any members passed away or anything we're we're keeping it current so getting lowest creature in there we need to get them in the uk anyway so this is the perfect opportunity get them playing in the fucking castle keep the swedish theme going then because it carries on now we're, we're staying swedish so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it in. yeah i'm gonna yeah oh, oh a bit rock set eh not quite not quite <laughs> <laughs> no i'm putting in flames on my bill oh yeah oh but there's a rule there there, there there are there are two rules, are two rules. <laughs> this is in flames this is this is anders this is jesper this is peter this is bjorn and this is daniel this is proper in flames and this is proper in flames only playing just to race to clay man and nothing fucking else <laughs> absolutely <Yeah>. nothing <laughs> i will get my way one day even if it has to be my own fucking festival in a fucking castle in cornwall i will get my way one way or another they get 60 minutes they'll bang out the classics and i will finally watch in flames without walking away and complaining about it so you know everybody wins Keep the Swedish theme going. We've got a headliner on the Gwennett Pit of Devastation then because I want the top bands on the main stage to, to be, you know, completely out there on their own. That is, is more important. Enforcer will headline the Gwennett Pit of Devastation. You know, we haven't seen, they don't really play in the UK that often. So come, come, come to my castle. Come and, you know, come and be a part of this, this massive event. You can headline a stage, you can have the full works. But that's where the Gwennett Pit will end. They'll get a full production. They'll get pyros. They'll get the full works. But after that, we move purely on to Cambrai because the top four acts, you know, they need that extra bit. So straight after Enforcer, we're having Lita Ford. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> could see the reactions I'm getting. I don't know what to um, say to that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to play Lita in full. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I know. I know. Look, you've got to have that guilty pleasure in there somewhere. You know, so yeah, Lita Ford in there. I, I, you won't have you, you, you. People will be looking at you. You don't want to be doing that. Look, it's my festival. I'll do whatever I fucking want to do, <laughs> and I'm probably going to be the only one there, so it doesn't matter. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll keep that up then. So straight after Lita Ford, then you've got you know bar time then because you're going to have a bit of gaps in between the bands. Three more bands to come, so you need to get a few beers and a few whiskeys, take a piss, you know, dust yourself down a little bit after Lita Ford because you're going to need to. So we'll have Monster Magnet then. Nice. Playing Power Trip in full. I know they've done it recently, um, but they'll be doing it again at my festival. But it'll be full Monster Magnet. It'll be strippers on stage. It'll be setting shit alight. It'll be full on Satan worshipping proper monster fucking magnet. You know, as much as I love the earlier stuff and some of the later stuff, it's all about Power Trip. Worship Satan, sniff glue, fucking the full works, proper monster magnet. We might have to take Dave Windorf back in a time machine a little bit to achieve that but uh, that's bad to say yeah I mean he's fuck it we'll make it happen one way or another but then then it comes to the top two bands so the, these are two bands that I adore two bands I've never seen the next band are a band that have eluded me so many times that they they just absolutely have to play this festival and that's Suicidal Tendencies but with Rocky George back on guitar none of this sort of whatever suicidal is now rocky george back. I'm not fussed about rob trujillo he can stay with his payday that's fine but we've got to have rocky george back on guitar they'll smash that out they'll close on how will i laugh tomorrow and i can't smile today obviously you know that's a song that goes back years for me and padre absolute fucking classic yeah yeah 
But closing it's the such festival. A good crap, though. It's, it's just. It is. It's just. It's. It's. He it had a great video as well. It's got everything. It's like the intro is good. The main riff is good. The, the lyrics are fantastic. The lyrics are the, incredible, yeah. You know, you know, it's just got that iconic, you know, you think someone's funny, laugh at this. And then yeah. you've got the flash bit at the end. The guitar tone is great. And if any of the listeners have never heard it, go and look, Suicidal, Suicidal Tendencies, How Will I Laugh Tomorrow? Title track of the album, awesome track. Yeah, it is an incredible piece of work. It's, it's the song that got me into Suicidal Tendencies in the first place. In fact, it was you played it to me way back in the 90s, and, and that's that's kind of where it is now. I did listen to the uh, debut the other day, so I will listen to, listen to more. Look, the, most of them were going about, about joining the army with Suicidal Tendencies, but while that's a great album, they, they properly came of age on How to Laugh Tomorrow. After that, Lights, Camera, Revolution was a lot more crossover, had more funk, but that album was when they hit an absolute peak. You know, so it's it's just... Yeah, look, I, I could have them playing that in full, but I won't. We'll just have Rocky Jaws back on guitar and we'll just have a proper suicidal set. Go nuts. So headlining it. So Lombardo's back again. And no, not Slayer. Um, so I'm, I'm going... I, I, my absolute headline, I'm going for a Misfits reunion and I'm having Lombardo on drums as he has yeah. done recently with them. You know, and again, in a castle, we'll dress it all up perfectly for the Misfits. You know, it, it'll just... It, it's 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 my this is basically my erection in music form. So if and, no one else turns up, and who cares? I'm guessing it's just it's just classic misfits. No, no, yeah, absolutely, no, yeah, no modern. Yeah. No, 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 definitely not. No, this, no trumper. This is this is Danzig and the brothers. That's that's it. That's yeah. where it's tops. Yeah, none none of this latter day stuff. No proper fucking misfits. You know what, and you know what, with a band like Misfits, you're gonna get you're gonna get members of Suicidal, you're gonna get, you know, Dave Windorf, even Lita Ford. You know, we might get a fucking full on closing ceremony of all these people playing Attitude or Last Caress or something like that to just sort of round things off a little bit. With some fireworks and and all that kind of stuff. So you know, but look, you've got to have some other entertainment. So, but you've got you've got four. Four options in one way, and then you've got a fifth option. So your fifth option, we'll start with that, is the best 80s Lars Ulrich fancy dress impression competition. <laughs> but the other hey four fuck. options... Hey, fucks. The other four options are throwing things, basically. So you can throw whatever you want at Kanye West. <laughs> oh, come on. You can, you can throw whatever you want at Piers Morgan. You can throw whatever you want at Matt Hancock, and you can throw whatever you want at Boris Johnson. You know, and bear in mind that we're in the ruins of a castle, so anything's possible. You know, so that little bit of catharsis in between a few bands, fuck it, I'm going to go and chuck lumps of wood at Matt Hancock, because I can. I was about to say because, anything, I, no. I kind of, I, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the rules of Tregenza Palooza, you know. We don't charge for it, it's free entertainment. If you want to chuck a crucifix at Kanye West, go ahead, do it. Daft cunt. And, you know, and food-wise, simple food, none of this vegan nonsense. Mother Burger's at the top of the menu. Yes. Padre will back that up. The TK's Meaty Treat Pizza, and yeah. we'll have Grill them all in okay. to do burgers. Can we, can, we just, well, but... can we just clarify? So, again, to any of our listeners who are not familiar with this concept of the Mother Burger, there used to be a burger van outside a nightclub that we used to go to. And, you know, and it was a shit nightclub, shit music. But, you know, yeah. we, we were 17, 18... 
We could we could get served at a it, young it, age, it, couldn't we? It's, it's a quarter pounder burger topped by a quarter pounder chicken burger topped with bacon, cheese, onions, and if you were particularly drunk, you could be like, wait, make that a double mother. And a waffle. <laughs> was there a waffle in that? There was a there was a bird's eye potato fucking waffle thrown into it as well. You know what? I, I that's that's and it was yeah. like four quid. It was a bargain, absolute bargain. I mean, it'd probably be about twenty quid now, but still. If my friend Richard is listening, we're trying this. Uh, that I that <laughs> burger, yeah, you can you have to make it because that burger man doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, but. sorry. Now it, now he's heard that he. It, it was one. Of, it was one of those battered chicken burgers, not breaded. It was battered. Oh yeah, that, that, yeah, and, yeah. and it was, it, and it was, and it wasn't, and it wasn't streaky bacon. It was an entire piece of thick cut back yeah. bacon. It was Smoked. proper. It was proper. You know, it, we're not talking quality food here. Oh no, <laughs> you don't want it to be quality. Shit frozen. And the fucking... the the, the, the meat you treat pizza again was a legend because it was just it was basically every single piece of meat you could think of thrown on yeah. a pizza for like eight quid, and it was like what twelve inches. There's a twelve inch one, and then at one point they did a fifteen inch one as well. Yeah, I remember, I, I I did that once, and after three pieces, you're like, well, I'll eat the rest tomorrow because you're just fucking stuffed. But that's the best bit of it. And that's the best bit of any takeaway pizza, isn't it? Drinking the rest of it the next day. Eat drinking it, eating it even. But you know, this is going this is going back to our nostalgia of of shitty takeaways in Cornwall when we were young. So, you know, it, it might not be relevant to some. But one of the things I like I used to like is like if you went to the Penn Man nightclub in Hale, you could buy a pasty on the door on the way out. And I'm sorry, pasties, hot pasties is drunk food. It's great. Oh, I've been saying this for years. Being able to get a pasty after a night out rather than a kebab, I'd be all over that. I'd pay 10, 15 quid for a good pasty after a night out. But we're going off on a bit of a tangent here, as per usual. I, well, this I, is the I, thing, I, I mean, it's, it's, again, it's, sorry, in, in terms of food, right, I, I, at a festival, what I'd like to see is fuck the burger vans and the hot dog stands and, and, the, and the vans. It's actually, like, and, and again, we, we've seen this at Bakken actually have a, a canteen tent, trestle tables with five or six or ten whatever different dishes. So, you you know, if you want to go and sit down and have a beer and a plate of pasta, you can, or, yeah. you, know, you know, bangers and mash or something, like a proper meal, not not some, some shit that you eat out, yeah, you know. Basically have one of like these street food places in London where you can congregate in the centre and have a choice of what to eat. Do you yeah. remember the pie and mash yeah, I mean, bus? The, the pie and mash bus at Reading back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, that was good, and it was the cheapest option as well. I mean, you'd have to have a hog roast. Well, you get hog roast at festivals now, but it's generally just cheap shit, sloppy bits of pork thrown in a bun. It's not a proper fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. like, um, I mean, I, 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 th- I, I would like to see a festival in terms of food, just like, just good quality, not inexpensive, just a slice of pizza, you know. Um, or what else? I mean, it's the other thing. I mean, like Wolfman would probably go for this, but like in Italy, you've got like you know arancini, um, like the 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 cone shaped rice ball, but they're about this big, and it's like stuffed with like meat and cheese and stuff. That's really good. And and again, you can just eat it out of hand, but it's quite stodgy, so it fills you up. This is the thing. Most festival food, if you only eat festival food at a festival, you you are never full. No, um, it does it doesn't have that effect. I mean, at Bloodstock last year, um. All we get once we discovered it was paella. Yeah. 
and that, that course, was that was yeah. great. It was ten ten quid for a tray of paella, and that was that was it. Was, and it was it was quality food. Yeah, the, the paella I had at a, a download a few years back, well, it was really good, and yeah, so that's the kind of food that that will properly sort of keep you going, you know. Yeah. On a, on a on a sort of Cornish related note, because I'm because my Cornish geography isn't great. I'm just trying to think where is this place in relation to Dosmery Pool. Uh, Dosmery Pool's sort of Liscard way, isn't it? I, I don't know. I thought it was like Bang Central of Cornwall, but uh, no way on the moors. So yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I think you're right. No, um, Restormal Castle is um, is in a village town called Lost Withiel, which is towards the it's just off the Foy River on the south of Cornwall. Right, and it does. It sits up on a hill. It's a circular keep. You know, you know, weddings and all kinds of shit there. And if you can get married there, then fuck it. You can have a metal festival there. Yeah. And it is pretty fucking cool. For the, for the, for the benefit of uh, viewers, listeners, uh, Dosmery Pool is apparently where Excalibur was chucked into. Yeah, I mean, Cornwall's got all that no. medieval, all that medieval history to it. So, you know, it's... Look, me and Padre growing up in Cornwall... You know, metal bands didn't play in Cornwall. It didn't really happen. It did a little bit in the 80s. Maiden did the Cornwall Coliseum on the slavery tour. But it's, you know, we were always starved of it. So that's why, for me, putting on something like this, you know, me fest in Cornwall makes the most sense. You know, you've got the Eden sessions in Cornwall now, which, to be fair, they had Nine Inch Nails last year. Which was yeah. pretty fucking cool. I'm yeah. not a fan, but pretty fucking I, cool with a motorhead, and you know, I, I could have had nine inch nails on my bill, but I don't know. I might, might have been a bit, <laughs> a bit too far, maybe. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, so it was a bit sort of, yeah, yeah, wasn't. I, I was because I was thinking, I'm sure there's a metal band called Crucifixion, but there's not. Well, I couldn't find one. So really, there yeah. must be. There's some old, some old weird dance troupe, but yeah. That's that's a bit of a poor I, show. I thought I don't know, maybe I just need to dig harder, but yeah, I was hoping there would be, but there you go. No. Uh, going off on a uh, on a, again on a bit of a tangent before we started recording this, I was watching some classic Top of the Pops um from the uh, early nineties. It's ninety-four. It was it was, it was ninety-four. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's my it's my favorite year for music, and I'm a little bit behind on these episodes because the thing is it's always on a Friday night. Yeah, so we, we miss it. Well, I watched a couple, I watched a couple and um Killing Joke on there is the oh, year Killing Joke episode, Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah, Killing Joke. Yeah, Killing Joke. Stiltskin. Yeah. Remember that? Fuck yeah, you That's still a belter of a song, Matt. I'm sorry. It, 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 you know what? Circumstances yeah. are weird, it's, but it's a great song. It, it, to be fair, it is a great song. And I know, you know, it, it, was, it was a Levi's ad, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's how they, yeah, uh, they, they sort of broke. The, but... the chap, he bashed out, he bashed out a, a chorus and a verse, because that's what they asked for. Yeah. And of course... As usual with Levi's said back in the day, everyone's going on. Oh, what's that song? That's great. So they had to make a proper song yeah. out of it. Yeah, exactly. It was um, it was quality. Um, what, what else was on it? Cranberries were on it as well, which was yeah, quite dreams. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it, it, that proper nostalgia, you know. And um, I think yeah, my wife's downstairs watching early eighties ones as well. Now, yeah, so. but for me, that this is the thing. This is why I need to sort of pay pay good attention because spring ninety four that sort of period that's when i was first getting back into marvel comics after a few years of reading various things that's when i rediscovered the comics from my younger childhood in the loft and rereading them and thought thinking yeah these are actually pretty good still um and i started buying comics myself with my pocket money 
Um, and it was also the time where I started shifting away from pop and just moving towards guitar music. And yes, it was more indie at the time because that's when the Britpop thing was kicking off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's that was the start of it when I stopped being into chart music and actually focusing on certain kinds of artists more yeah. and, uh, and whatnot. So yeah, Spring '94 is a very very nostalgic period for me. But yeah, I mean, if I look at 1994 as a whole, I mean, I'd, I'd stroke, I, I, you know, my top 10 would all be just absolute classics. Yeah, it's a, it's a great it's a, year. It's I mean, year. you think about fucking Trouble Gum, you know, back then and that, that, that era is obviously big for us at the age we are, but it's, it's funny going back and look, Top of the Pops, you know, they, they did have more alternative music on than, than I actually remember watching those old episodes mm. and like killing joke on top of the pops that's 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 mad it's absolutely fucking mad. Well, the, the, the guy that was producing at that point in time a guy called rick blacksall he wanted it to be a bit more you know this really? was this was just before yeah. Britpop kicked off he, but he wanted it to be a bit more live a bit more loud loud a bit more activity in the in the audience because i think he saw stuff that was going on in other programs like the word yeah yeah, yeah uh, and other yeah. things and he just wanted to bring a bit of that into it because he because yeah i mean you know what top of the pops was like it was always getting stayed and boring every now and again and well the still skin performance on that episode was live yeah yeah so uh, it's so uh, yeah it's um yeah great bit of nostalgia i'm going to be plowing through the iplayer now and, and, and looking at old episodes of it and oh there's, there's a lot and it's a shame with with top of the pops because they've been doing it since the 60s over the years obviously there's certain old episodes they didn't show because of certain presenters yeah yeah yeah, yeah um absolutely. but it was a shame that one of them one of them was mike smith unfortunately um mike smith was a he was a, a yeah he, he presented top of the pops and other things on bbc he also presented ghost watch <laughs> um, remember that yeah ghost watch <laughs> um but sadly he died a few years back um young younger than he should i think it was an illness of some sort yeah, um, a lot younger. he he had not signed uh, a declaration or contract that allowed anything he was on to be rebroadcast so really? BBC cannot, yeah so he cannot that's BBC a cannot rebroadcast anything that has him on sadly that's a real shame oh yeah so a lot of the late 80s and early 90s stuff or up until 92 when they rebooted it yeah they, they've not done those but after 92 i think most of them can be shown or have been shown. But yeah, no, that was, that was quite sad, but they're on YouTube, a lot of them, so. Well, yeah, yeah, as, as they probably will be, but it is, you know, it, it is good going back on and watching some of those performances because there's, there's, there's been some classics over the years. It's, it's going to be uh, interesting watching them now, knowing what the next few years were like for alternative yeah. guitar music and seeing, you know, it's, you don't always realise what's going on at that age. And, and now it's like, oh, fuck. Because I always love watching the, the, the countdown the top 40 to 11 countdown just to see some of those songs some of the stuff yeah. we were we were Pop doing that first time the, the one we were watching you had um skin were in there sonic yeah. youth were in even in the top 40 fuck's sake I, I don't even remember that and this is like prime grunge time for me as well and I'm surprised i don't remember it but um i'm just looking back now just thinking yes yeah, in 1994 of course therapy did nowhere didn't they yeah on top of the pops screamage on top of the pops yeah wild which, harps um, didn't Caffeine bomb. Screamager is uh, is thirty years old. Yeah, because that was on the EP the year before originally. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm hoping we uh, we can flag tickets I for think, the therapy. I think you know what I think. I think an episode of 1994 will be good because if we start digging out all the albums that year and talking about mm -hmm. them, that's an episode. 
Well, when we did the nineties episodes for anybody who hasn't gone back and listened to it, it's, it was, it was incredible. The stuff that we, we managed to dig out that you, you didn't really think about, you know, you think about nineties metal and what it was, you think about new metal and all that kind of thing, but then you really dig deep the nineties and heavy metal. There was some amazing stuff, but I think, you know, you and me are both, are both similar. I think 1994 was kind of, it was, it was alternative music as well as it was, metal I, I you know I, I was only listening to metal because my older brother did at that point so it was that was a kind of a point where I was starting to discover my own stuff which that's why I went through bands like Therapy and obviously Nirvana and all that kind of stuff so uh, I love a bit of nostalgia yeah but like bands like Nirvana and um, Soundgarden Therapy and bands of that ilk it's a, it's a good foundation to go off because it's yeah. not just the music it's not just the music it's the attitude it's, it's the lyrical content it's the it's the vibe. It's the um, obviously like, there were loads of people that were into grunge, but then there's also the, that crossover where grunge people, grunge fans didn't necessarily like metal. A lot of metal fans or grunge fans did like metal, or vice versa. But it's just like you've still got that opportunity to be like, I like this, I like this, I like this, and other people like it. But I've still got my thing that not everyone likes. I think the and reason the, the reason. Therapy trouble gun caught on so much. It, it just it just resonated with the, that sort of disaffected youth, didn't it? It was, oh, gotcha. <laughs> you know, it, it, you you'd only have to go through all the lyrics, and and for angry teenagers, it was just yeah. those songs are your anthems at that point. And and it's it's a shame that that it's starting to sound a little bit like an old fart again now. That teenagers these days are not going to have that same that same kind of feeling. You know, yes, they'll go back and listen to music that already existed, but they're not getting it now. If you know what I mean, I might be wrong. I, they, I they're getting, their, they're, they're getting yeah. their own thing though, and, and but the, the, again, look, things like Therapy and Nirvana and and other 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 bands, it, it, the message can still resonate with you. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's it, it, it's very it, it's subjective, and it may not resonate with with you in the same way because you know there's um. Uh, some of the music is uh, very much of its time in terms in terms of it's like uh, the the semantic meaning. But it, when you look at the, the the pragmatics of it, the 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 the, the wider meaning, it can it can resonate. So um, I think it's like it's like you know you it's like you know you, you look at like a you listen to like uh, Appetite for Destruction, and it's it's such a fuck you record. Yeah, if you're in that mindset, you're gonna res. It's gonna resonate. With um, same with like Nevermind or uh, uh, Race Against Machines debut album. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, again, yeah. The, the things that Race Against Machines sing about are, are still happening now. Yeah, it's very relevant. You know, it's uh, we're we're waxing lyrical about the '90s again, and we have done several times before, but it's. Uh, you know, they, they, they were good times and watching those Top of the Pops episodes just reminds me of that. So it's all good. Look, um, Andy, what are we doing tomorrow night? Oh, we're, 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 going, to, um, we're going to go to the pub and, and have a nice, nice little meal, uh, maybe a pint, maybe watch a little bit of a football and then we're going to go to a little uh, pop concert by the oh. beach. Um, by the beach? Oh, sounds nice. Beach. Yes, yes. And we're um, yeah, a couple of few dainty little bands uh, by the name of Pest Control, Municipal Waste. And creator. Well, that sounds like a delightful Saturday evening. 
it's going to be yeah fuck you i'm marking history test <laughs> <laughs> i i am i'm bringing a tote bag because there will be vinyl i need to buy so well yeah. it'll, it'll be I'm, I'm hoping that pest control have uh have got some some good merch on the go but um yeah Look, it's. Uh, I, I just want to add that this show is still not sold out, which I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm flabbergasted by. It, to be perfectly honest with you, that hasn't sold out. I know creative have been playing all over the country, so part of it's expected. And obviously, there's an arena date in London, but it's mad. This is a 700 capacity venue that's not sold out with those three bands. I, that's a sign of the times. That, that's the thing. Even with like municipal waste. I would expect that venue yep. to sell out if they were headlining. Hundred percent. Yeah. People yeah. to go to. Yeah. You know, they, they, they definitely not been playing for more than an hour, but I would still expect people to go to see them. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, it's madness. Well, but look, look, it'll probably be virtually sold out. I'm sure it'll be it'll it'll be rammed. It's, you're probably talking 10, 15 tickets, maybe that that haven't sold. So it'll be busy enough. Yeah, that's It'll be, but yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be an awesome night. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. So, yeah. And like I say, I, I mean, like I said, I'm a huge fan of The Waste. So yeah, it's been a while since I've seen them. The Waste. So look, we'll, yeah. um, obviously this episode will go out after that gig's happened, but we'll, we'll talk about it briefly next week because next week's episode, look, I, you know, it, it was bound to happen eventually. <laughs> It gets enough abuse on this episode, but you know we'll have a couple of people on that give us a bit of a voice of authority. Um, but we're we're gonna go down a big dark prog rock rabbit hole. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what we're we thinking, but we got to do it. No, we're, I I, mean, I, I want to know is from the the prog rock of the seventies that we all know. You know your King Crimson's, your Pink Floyd, your Genesis, your Jethro Tull. How was how was prog metal? Bands like Meshuggah, bands like Atheist, bands like Opeth. How has all that sort of evolved from those early days of progressive music? What what even is progressive music? I, I don't really know. We, we may even talk about the Forbidden Band. It, it, have they have they got a a, um, a hail or oh, whatever it's called? Well, they'll they'll um, we'll we'll allow it for one week. Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, look, you know, look, I, I might be, I, I might be convinced. I, I, I'm working hard to try and come up with a list of, of acceptable prog bands or at least acceptable prog metal albums. Well, colours, so, obviously. Tregenza's list of of acceptable progressive metal. Well, that's yeah. where that's where we'll go with it. Colours tops the bill for me. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely one of them. But that's not what I think of when I think of prog. So. This is something we'll get into a little bit more next week. So Wolfman's going to join us next week um, because he's, you know, he loves his, his prog and we generally don't listen to him. And uh, and also bass player from The Grudge, uh, Lee is going to join us as well because he's also a massive prog fan. So we'll have a uh, an authority on prog and then I will try my best to pick holes in it as much as I possibly can. So, uh, so yeah, that's next week. Um, uh, Thanks for listening to this week's nonsensical episode. Um, I'm off to uh, Anthony's religious festival and uh, and hopefully get absolution from Padre. So, yeah. You'll never get absolution from me. <laughs> Why not? There's too many sins. Yeah, that's probably... No, I, 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 there's, there's just too many. <laughs> yeah, on that, on that note, we'll call it a night. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week. Right, Ta-ra. cheers. <laughs>